Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. If Dr. London can force you to listen to his medical lessons just so you can hear the rest of the podcast, then guess what? This is no longer a free country and that should concern everybody regardless of party. Hello. And welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. Lennon Smith, .com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. Aww. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as exophthalmos and the peppy puppy, the prince presented, the princess produced piles of poop in the palace. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Mmm. Mmm. Taste. Ooh, I'm getting hints of, ooh, marshmallow. Mmm. Oh, Dr. London. I didn't realize we were even starting. I'm just enjoying uh, my fresh batch of my new fall microbrew. Yeah, yeah, I see. Buddy Beer is back, fall edition. Oh, boy. Okay, so this, uh, for, for anyone kind of new to the podcast, Cameron had a so his, his own microbrew that he was making. He was making mm-hmm. this beer. Uh, Ooh, the microest of brews. Oh, it was, it was tiny. You could barely see tiny. it. Tiny, yeah. Uh, and perhaps because of that, he did market it primarily towards children. You to get out not even a microscope, but a telescope. Wow. Okay. I I don't know that that would work, but in any case, so so he did this, ma- made this thing, and it was a little bit successful. But you know, the the downside was that once again he marketed towards children aged you know roughly five to eight years old and cool kids. Yeah, for sure. And and that just, kids are gonna drink. I mean, we did it in high school. It's just like kids are gonna drink, so you know you want them to be responsible about it. Um, so you're, yeah, cause you're the, you heard about the laws in say Italy where you might be able to drink wine at 14, 16 years old, whatever. And you're yeah. saying, well, if they're that much in control as adults, let's bump the age back another few years. Let's start them even earlier and they'll be that much more well, responsible you, later. Yeah. I mean, like if. If you start teaching a kid how to drive at 16, which I think is the stupidest thing that we do, then that kid is not going to be a good driver until he's like 18. Yeah, or in his 70s, yeah. But if I've got my toddler in my lap, little Cameron Jr., and he's turning the wheel and he's getting an actual feel for the control mm-hmm. of how this works, uh, you know, I drive a I drive a stick, so he's got to learn, you know, how to deal with the clutch and, and, and shifting gears. And, and he whatnot. has to do the clutch. He, that's his responsibility well yeah i mean that's i'm not gonna be there for him forever to do this so of course yeah this is all besides the point why are we talking about cars yeah we're getting to the how you i guess you tried to forcefully lower the age limit for drinking by marketing towards children one of the problems though aside from giving alcohol to those so young was the suicidality the um yeah it was, it was mostly suicidal ideation that it sort of uh became um, I, I would say not even a side effect i would say the main effect a, yeah I, exactly i would say a feature not a bug yeah which once again i i think that's a negative but that's that's not good 
it's just leaning into the qualities that you have. You work with what you got. Of course, I wouldn't necessarily want that if I was given a list of side effects. Yeah. So, so your new you microbrew. But th- this one is not geared towards kids. Like I, we've already well, talked about. That's a this win. podcast has. This podcast has changed demographics. All right. It is almost exclusively the elderly. Okay. Uh, people ninety plus. Yes. So we are we are gearing the beer towards that um demographic mm-hmm. here and instead of giving them suicidal thoughts or anything like that it's actually given them the exact opposite they want to live extremely badly okay. which unfortunately is has become terrifying for them yeah that does sound because really- they're very old and they were sort of like coming to terms with death now they are unbelievably terrified of death and it's it's sort of causing a lot of existential crises in uh, senior homes and, and, and my own grandparents and all, all sorts of things. Yeah. And that's gotta be difficult because, you know, as you said, it's 90 plus, if they're in their eighties, you actually don't let them like that. They are not, uh, you check their IDs. You're like, well, I'm sorry, you're not old enough yet. Uh, you only market to those, uh, 90 plus or with terminal illnesses. Yeah, and of course people are going to have their fake IDs. Like again, I know that kids are going to, you know, 75-year-old kids are going to going to get their drink somehow. But generally, yes, I'm going to check their IDs 90 plus. That's sort of what we're what we're aiming for. Yeah. Uh and I guess I don't has it been successful? It seems like you know, with the last one it oh. the marketing worked, but Oh, yeah, no, it's been incredibly successful. That's what I that's what I was saying. Almost every nursing home in the area has their residents just screaming with a terrified fear of death, and now a, a just an extreme desire to try to live forever. And that's that's your measure. So I was talking about sales of the of the beer. Oh no! I mean, yeah, because all of them okay. are drinking the beer. So yeah, yeah, because you're you're saying it as if sales have been great. The measure of success was how much they're screaming rather than saying profits Again, you work you work with the qualities you're given i'm i don't necessarily want that to be the statistic that i have to use to measure success but if that's what's there that's what i that's what i have yeah to it's take. but anyway decibel it's new in the nursing it's homes. new fall flavors dr london i don't know if you've seen all these craft drinks that have popped up in the last like five years or whatever where it's like marshmallow beer or uh, you know, pumpkin yeah, beer. Yeah, Cracker Jack beer. So, yeah, exactly. So we've got all new fall flavors. Of course, we have our pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we have Leafies. Yeah, you have the Jambalaya. Why, why is fall called fall? It's be called it's the Leafies. You're trying to move on beyond the leafy aspect. Leafies, leafies fall from trees. Yeah, and it, I've, I'll admit, because I have sampled that one. And for one thing, obviously, I, I was so terrified of death for from that sip, but yeah, also, yeah, it tasted a lot like whenever I've put leaves in my mouth before. Oh yeah, no, I mean you get the dirt, you get like the hint that maybe a squirrel had run across it at one point. Yeah, and like just crumbling and dying. Yes, uh, um, which only reinforced my whole fear of death at that moment. Oh yeah, because then you're sort of imagining yourself as a, just a, a fragile leaf in the grand scheme of life that might be crushed. Yeah, well, and I feel like I'm tasting death. Oh, that, okay. So that is a bad batch. If you taste death, that is a bad batch. Okay. 
I would report that to our distributor because, yeah, we need to... Quality control has been iffy for sure. Okay. Do you, I feel like that's not a great thing to say for for that. But um. But anyway, like you said, yeah, we've got the jambalaya flavor because obviously, yeah, jambalaya is extremely associated with yeah. autumn. That's a thing everyone and knows. And beer, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, we've got our Oktoberfest ale. And of course, that's separate from like the pumpkin beer because it's not about being like pumpkin-y or anything yeah. like that it's Drinking more about like fried foods yeah that Ooh, no this is the more americanized version of oktoberfest where it's a lot of fair foods corn dogs sort of like all that shit just sort of jumbled in there like fried nutella yeah anything yeah. like that which and the well, fried nutella was also a separate flavor of your your beer as well yeah, extremely fall uh, fall taste of fried Nutella. I remember, you know, October rolling around and the weather's getting chilly, and my mom just giving me my first fried Nutella mm-hmm. of the of the fall. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got a bonfire, so it it tastes like ash. <laughs> that one, that one Once is again. supposed to sort of taste like yeah. Death. I was gonna say so that that one's different because again, it it's built into the description. Okay. I that one yes it's supposed to taste like wood and ash. Okay. And the, and yeah if sales have been going well it's hard for me to question. Uh And do you have a do you have a um I mean do you have one of these you want to try? You see you see my whole collection here. Yeah, so I obviously I tried the 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 leaf one, the leafy. Mm-hmm. Uh let me try this. Yeah, okay. So this one Which one did you pick out? Yeah, so this one's just the fried twinkies. Um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Classic fall fair food. Yeah. So let me just. Oh. Oh, am I okay? Check my pulse. Check my pulse. Okay. Am I? I don't feel great. I I could. I guess I should go exercise. Cardiovascular. Cardiovascular exercises how to stay yeah. stay alive longer. Okay. Do you feel <sighs> like a tiny little speck in the grand? I, uh, that, beach that is the universe yes. just a you're just a single grain and of sand just the slightest wind the the tiny breeze could destroy me yeah absolutely okay the beer is working it's doing as it's intended uh oh, fantastic okay. this is great yeah i'm just oh that honestly i and i don't always say this about alcoholic beverages but this is actually giving me a lot of anxiety like this oh, is yeah the the existential dread is is something anyway so but you should be you should be happy dr london because not a lot of people younger than 90 get to actually try this that's you are very very privileged little boy thank you sir uh anyways so, so that's our producer cameron also with us is digital in the house digital in the house <laughs> Tell all my friends think I'm running in circles, circles Getting nowhere faster But after all of this disaster Finding I'm a little temperamental I would rather wait and see what's lifting me Beyond what I could ever reach Everything is like heat 
later, Cameron tells us we can expect a special guest. That is correcto, Dr. Londono. All right, uh, so look forward to that. Uh, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. This note comes from uh, the cloud. I don't, just just hold on okay. just a real quick. Like, you tell our audience, hey, so look forward to that. But like, if they were looking forward to that, they wouldn't have to be told. And so it just seems sort of commanding, being like, look forward to that. Well, I, like, so I just... No, we know that our audience is looking forward to that. I, I'm not positive about that. A lot of our audience, they're not the <clears throat> most... They, they don't know how to be given one bit of information and assume more information based on that. Oh, yeah. Context is very difficult yeah. for them. Yeah, just with our... I mean, they're 90 plus years old and they're terrified of dying. I don't want to... Yeah telling them to look forward to something is more hopeful than what they're usually told. Yeah. Cause obviously being 90 plus a lot of memory issues in general. And while the buddy beer does give them a lot of memories, it's only the most terrifying ones that reinforce the reality of death. Yeah. So, so- close calls, losing loved ones. These are the memories that are sort of jogged when you have a, a taste of my uh, cinnamon apple flavor. Yeah. So, 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 so for that reason, I would say like it's it's okay for them to look forward to it and to be reminded that yeah, yeah, you should look forward to this guest. I think it's going to be a great guest. It's going to be a reason to live a okay. little longer. Okay. 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 Yeah. So anyway, for those listener feedback, uh, this note comes from the cloud. That's where we keep a lot of our stuff now this is a cloud yeah um so this note comes from there it reads quote this is a this is a storage unit in fort worth right called the cloud there this is a kind of a one-way communication i didn't ask all the details okay but i have to assume yeah it was in some fort at least uh quote i heard that you are starting a fashion line what is so fashionable about a line end quote so um yeah so they make a great point i disagree i guess i would say line is maybe the most fashionable thing you could possibly imagine that's the basis of many different styles whether it be pinstripes or plaid okay so this well Um, they asked what is so fashionable so we don't need to be so harsh you're just answering the question okay okay so i'm just saying stripe plaid what is so fashionable about it? It is, uh, I mean, it's the second dimension, right? Yeah, I was going to say, they made a great point, And then if you have two great points, that's a line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, to that listener, I hope that answers your question. And uh, and Carl, Carl Sagan used to say, if you were to be flat like the... In, in the second degree, mm-hmm. then you would be in the flat world. And then that would be, you wouldn't be able to see the sides of the lines. I love that quote. When you would be able to look at it from the 3D, you'd be able to see the all the lines. And then, so think of, think of that stretching out to then the 4D. And for our listeners... And Carl Sagan used to always say that, yeah. flat world. Cameron's geeking out right now. My favorite book. Because he has that printed written out on his wall in big letters Mm -hmm. that whole quote he loves that quote all right um 
Anyway, so to that listener, thank you for listening. And if any of you want to reach out to us, we are at Jock Doc Podcast on social media. Go ahead and let us know your questions. You know, I don't know if they'll measure up to the questions about Fashion Line, but by golly, we'll try to answer them. Uh, now for today's medical topic, Plummer Vincent Syndrome. Plummer Vincent Syndrome is characterized by a difficulty with swallowing that is associated with iron deficiency anemia. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about my uncle, the Plumber Vincent? I, I, I could be, but to my knowledge, because he, no. yeah, tr- you said what did you say? Trouble swallowing? Yes. Because yes, every Thanksgiving, if so if someone's gonna choke and someone's gonna have to get the Heimlich remove, you know the Heimlich remover. Yeah, I know about the Heimlich remover. Um, then it's always gonna be Plumber Vincent, well, my uncle. Because in your family, the Heimlich remover in your family is. One of those reaching claw things. Yes, it's a grabber claw that you shove down the throat of my uncle. Yeah. yeah. And I, what's funny is I don't know that Dr. Heimlich actually came up with that, that claw. So I don't know why that, it's I mean, named after him. That's just one of those things. I don't know. Like, I, it's probably branding, I would say. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know why everything is named the way it is, you know. Okay. Well, so, so Why is it the Frito-Lay company when Fritos are not the main chip of that brand? Lay's would be, right? Or even Cheetos or Doritos. Yeah. But, like, they choose Fritos for the brand name? I mean... No way that's, like, their most important chip. Nope. Okay. I And I don't mean to set you off. I know you get angry about these things. But, um... So... Uh, it's a difficulty with swallowing, Palmer Vincent syndrome is, uh, but it's associated with iron deficiency anemia. And I understand that a Frito pie is like just a, is a common treat. I I get that, but even with that, you're mixing it with other things. How many people are actually just around eating Fritos on their own? And that's what you're gonna name the company after? I'm I'm sorry. Okay, do you wanna? Uh, I know that I know you have a few hours more of this. And no, I've heard it before. Go ahead, go ahead. Get, get you do your little lesson. Okay, like I want to give you a platform because I know you you're passionate about this, but and like you've written to Congress and whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, so so anyway, to remember this association in Plumber Vincent syndrome, um, I imagine a plumber who can't swallow food working on some iron pipes. So it's iron deficiency anemia associated with difficulty swallowing. That's how I remember it. And that's. That excites you that like you you imagine that it gets me super pumped. Or, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, okay. Yeah, I imagine a a plumber who can't swallow, like your Uncle Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. And I just imagine him working on some iron pipes. Oh yeah. Nothing nothing gets me more excited than that. I it just it sounds like, yeah, you're like closing your eyes and you're like I'm like, oh, yes. And you're like really trying to Yeah. To conjure this image. Uh, This is medicine, man. This is my jam, my absolute, oh, fans, bro, yes. Um, So patients with Plummer Vincent syndrome will have difficulty swallowing, also known as dysphagia, and they will have iron deficiency anemia that is not caused by blood loss. So Plummer Vincent syndrome occurs uh, higher up in the throat or more proximal than Schatzky's ring, and the rings associated with Plummer Vincent syndrome are easily detected on barium swallows uh, studies of the esophagus. The treatment for Plummer Vincent syndrome is with iron replacement first, uh, and that may lead to a resolution of the lesion. And honestly, I'm 
I would much rather you use that as sort of a memory tool, the imagining the plumber thing, than using the word bitch like you have used in the past to remember certain medical terms because it like helped with alliteration or something. Yeah, there there was a hepatic illness that that I mentioned there's a mnemonic I mean, you don't form. have to explain yourself okay it's fine yeah i i feel like i have to a little bit just anyway so just saying if you want to go back through and listen to that lecture i gave that that's the mnemonic that i learned with maybe there's a better one out there but i haven't found it that's all mm-hmm. all right uh but i feel like you're impassioned still angry at frito-lay I'm kind of feeling like we can move on here. Are we Are we good? Well, it just, I mean, the, all the chips rhyme. So that's the thing is just like, you, you could pick any one. Why can't it be Dorito Lays? Yeah. And, like, uh, you don't even have to, you could just change out a couple letters on the sign. You don't even have to, like, r- commit to some huge branding change or something. Yeah. And Tostito look, Lays. Yeah, I feel like, you know... Maybe I'm, maybe this is the right venue for it. We do have, what, f- four or five listeners now. Uh, we, we lost two because <clears throat> they, they, were, they, they reached a certain age. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, do you want to let's move on from they, there? They, um, they realized their greatest fear, we should say. Yes. Yes, they did. That's how they described it in those final moments. Okay, well let's 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 move on from there. Okay. Cameron, you said that we have a guest today, is that right? That is correct, Dr. London. We have one of the most special guests that we've ever had on this entire show. Oh. Easily. Is it Okay. Top like top 60, top 70 like absolutely okay uh do i need to guess it then that's and that's our usual no i mean you can do just whatever you want with that information i'm not going to tell you what to do okay because i mean i've heard i know elon musk's personal assistant is like kind of the brains behind the whole operation and i know you've been talking them up i yeah so Brains behind the yeah the Frito Lay Corporation. Yes, you should specify. You made it sound like it would be for Tesla, but yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. For for Frito Lay and for, uh, and I know they were talking up the, the idea of sour cream and onion being a big part of Fritos. And why didn't we mention that? Um, <clears throat> once again, I I don't think we should get into that really. But if that is our guest, you keep bringing it up. Okay. Uh, hello there. My or you keep leading the conversation to very chip adjacent discussions and that's all i'm saying i'm sorry i'll back off i'll back yeah. off please back off um uh hello there my name is dr london smith.com and the sub producer cameron and what was your name Hi, hello 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 uh my name's buckley you uh you may recognize me from the front of uh, uh technology magazines of the 1990s uh, back in the days when uh. it was uh you know the the richard branson uh bill gates and then number three on everyone's lips, Buckley. Yes. I, I, j- I just got this month's issue of tech from the 90s. Yes. And yeah, you were on it. 
You're on the October yeah, well, issue. Yeah, finally. I've got a lot of a lot of free time these days, and when they do these throwback magazine cover editorials, I can't say no. None of my friends know about Bill Gates, but I say, no, I've got all, the, all this info from the 90s, and he's actually a big deal. And yes. so to, to meet someone who's on his, well, two levels down, wow. Okay, so uh, did... So, so in the 90s is when you were really going. Well, look, I would say that, look, I'm, a, I'm an inventor. I'm an ideas man, an ingenue, if you will. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Dr. London doesn't keep up with, like, technology or anything like that. So, of course, I'm familiar with, with who you are. But you can explain to Dr. London because he, he's more of a commoner with this kind of stuff. But, of course, I, I would say that perhaps my, uh, my creation has outgrown the creator, if you will, uh, as a, a veritable Frankenstein's monster situation uh, in which I invented the USB. Uh, both oh, the, the USB. Yeah. yeah, yes, the universal serial bus. Uh, so, so named because I invented it on the bus. Mm. Uh, yes, indeed. And do you know what? I invented it on the bus in London. Oh. So uh, another, another connection. So bus was red. Yes, a big red bus, big red double-decker bus. Oh, are, uh, you, are you in the UK? How do you feel about I, this Frito-Lay's conversation, given that it's called Walker's over there? Indeed, so yes, what you refer to as Lay's crisps, we call Walker's crisps here. And they have exactly the same logo. We and would never confess. say the word crisp in this country, I'm sorry, I couldn't sir. stand to say that, no. Oh, it's well, making me sick chi- to my stomach. What we, what we call chips, you, you call fries. Uh, but also, I must confess, I have no idea what a Frito is, and I certainly have never seen a Frito pie. Exactly. Thank you. It is not one of their main chips or crisps. And this is one of the most important things that we've ever had to talk about on this show. I'm sorry. I'm going on a rant again. No, I apologize. No, hold on. Because you say you haven't heard of a Frito pie. I've never heard of a, I've never seen a mincemeat pie. And I've heard you guys have mm-hmm. those over there. Well, yes, confusingly, we have two things that you might call a mince pie. It could be beef mince in a pie, or it could be a delicious spiced fruit dessert that you eat at Christmas time. And both of those are called mince pies, and it's entirely context-dependent. Okay. See, over here, beef mince are just sort of little pills that, you know, they come in a little container. You pop them before a date or something. You know, if you might kiss and you want your breath to have that beefy freshness, drop in a, a beef like mint. That. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to note that down. That's a good invention. I'm trying to come up with new things. Uh, I might st- steal that one for later. I don't think anyone's uh, filed for the patent in, uh, in, in the UK intellectual property Okay, office. well, hold on. Cameron, have you filed that patent yet? Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't figured out that part of the patent website yet. I'm still sort oh, of... Oh, the... Wh- which part? Which part do you oh, get? I, like, and which part do... do you not get? I'm on the About Us page right now. I'm hoping to get over to the like how to file page pretty soon. I'm working through it. I'm kind of binging the file patent website right now. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so so Buckley. Um, that was your name correct? Yes. Yes, Buckley. Just one name, like uh, Madonna or um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have any others associated with him. Uh, yeah. So. So you invented the the USB, and well, for one thing, are you just raking it in still? Because I actually have an USB on this computer that I'm using, multiple USBs. So, yeah, you must be the, rolling the in it, right? 
are you familiar with the story about the uh, the Russian gentleman who invented Tetris, but then he never uh. actually made any money from it until like maybe like five years ago? You know that story? No, what's the yeah, story? That's basically what okay, I just okay. said. He yeah, invented Tetris. My I understanding think was like it, he he didn't patent it properly or get the copyrights for it, and it was so easy to emulate that you ended up with even major companies like Nintendo ripping it off entirely. Precisely that. That's not what happened to me. What happened to me was I made lots of money from okay. it. Oh wow! I developed a crip, but I developed a crippling gambling addiction. Oh. Uh, I, I play a lot of uh, mobile phone games with microtransactions. You only brought up the Tetris thing to really shove it in his face, huh? Oh, yes. No, look. Oh, look, anything I can get over on any other inventor, yeah. I'm there. It's a very competitive, wow. like psychologically competitive market. Oh, yes. So you, I mean, you've probably made billions of dollars, and you're saying, I mean, how much have you gambled away on these The mobile, these phone, mobile phone apps, phone which I assume came out significantly after the time whenever you first made your profits. Yes, so look, I was living the, the life of luxury. Sure, I was yeah. really, you know, yachts, second home, third home. Whoa. Was, you know, like five cars, don't even have a driving license. But, you know, really, I'm, I was really living it up from, like, the mid-90s until, like, 2004. 16, 17. Oh, wow. Uh, so even then, <laughs> even like a full decade after the iPhone came out, oh, it yes, took you a you know, while the, to get hooked. Yeah, well, you know, these the, this predatory microtransaction, I believe they're called gacha games. They've yeah. really only come to, come to the front, at least in Western society, uh, uh, quite recently. I think they've been quite big in Japan for some time. But uh, no, really, I was blind to the whole thing. Uh, for a tech inventor, I'm something of a Luddite, and I had a, I had a Nokia 3310 until 2016. Mm. Oh, wow. I played, okay. on, I played a lot of Snake. Um, right, and but, very little, uh, very few micro transactions on on a snake on a Nokia phone. No, no, no. I mean, I tried. Yeah, I, I thrust you, money at the screen. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm trying to put your I quarter trust. through the Who little wouldn't? like the slot the where the plastic separates oh, okay. on it. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to swipe my credit card, but the battery uh, pack just kept opening up on the back of uh, the phone. Uh, no, yeah. but. 2016, I started these microtransactions, and I would say conservatively, I've spent upwards of three billion pounds. Oh, uh, wow. Which I, I think is about uh, maybe a, a four and a half, five billion dollars. Four and a half, uh, yeah, billion pounds of Walker's crisps. I believe that's sort of how we measure that's a how lot we of measure. our. Yeah. Well, no, we wouldn't be yes, measure, yes. We measure wealth here. It'd actually be uh, uh, chips here, just to get the conversion correct. It wouldn't be crisp. Oh, of course. It'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. chips here. What, uh, what are these games that hooked you so much? I mean, it's sort of surprising, a man. I mean, how old are you now? If you were so successful in the nineties, not not. Sorry if that's I, rude. No, 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 no. Look, look. I understand. I look very youthful, but no, I am actually sixty-three years old. Uh, and I, but I've got a very good skincare regime. That's what the rest of my fortune's gone on. Oh, it's not wow. gone to the mobile gacha games. It's gone to uh, it's gone to bespoke skincare products. Okay. Oh wow! Even more than the yachts and the second, third, and fourth homes. I had to sell them all to, to, to pay for both the skincare and the uh, the microtransaction wow. addiction. Yeah, you can't choose between those. What what uh, what games captured you so much? I mean, at such an, a late age for something to grab your attention and sort of hold on to you like that. It must be an amazing game, right? Look, I, I started out 
as we all do with your farm villes. Sure, uh, yeah. Of Kino course. Sort of thing. Exactly where you think, oh, I only have a limited amount of energy to spend on this game. But if for just a pound here, 50 right. pence there, I can earn a, a few more energy bites that will let me perform one or two more goes. Uh, but now I've moved on to the, uh, as I say, the gacha, the gacha games, uh, Dragalia Lost. Uh, uh, there's a, there's one I've just started playing. It's called World Flipper. It's half Japanese RPG and half pinball. Oh wow! But you can also spend money to unlock new characters for the RPG pinball game. And I would say my last three hundred thousand pounds have gone down the drain on World Flipper. Wow. Just on these characters that, I mean, I assume they're not characters from other properties, so you have no No. sort of interest in them or connection to them. It's just random pixels you just saw and you said, I have to spend money to get that. But here's the thing. Some of them, as you would expect, are human characters, but some of them are humanoid animal characters. Oh. Okay. So I haven't seen any of this on Farmville. Because I've been, I've like I've been hooked on Farmville as well since 2016, but look, I feel like I'm missing you and me with you and me with that Nokia 3310. Uh, that's uh, we've moved on. Uh, we are worlds apart. Okay. Now. Yeah, we're on to the the Simpsons ripoff of Farmville, where you would pay five dollars or whatever to build like Springfield Elementary. I think it yes. was called Simpsons Touch and Go or something. It's, uh, look, they all blur together. They all blur together. Well, see, cause but I loved spending money on that. For me, you know, I have a, a lot of my relatives are farmers. So this is just the only area that I really relate to and understand uh, yeah. genetically. So for me... Oh, Dr. London, Dr. London, Farmville is not going to your uncle's house and farming with him. Mm, that's... That no, it's, it's a computer game. Oh, okay, yes, okay. Yeah, it, it's not yeah going into town with your uncle and like no that's that can't be because planting crops that doesn't no that doesn't make sense no because I've put in a lot of time and money into this and your is he's like your uncle is like charging you yeah I'm, but it's, for your labor that's like double that you know that's that's definitely wow. a, a violation of human rights I mean. To not pay you to begin with is already sketchy, I mean, I, even if you're family. Yeah, my I mean, practice is suffering a little games, bit. games, man, they're, they're exploitative. Yeah. Look at Dr. London and just how it's sucking him dry to have to go to his uncle's house and pay to help him. Yeah, well, it's Farmville, yeah. Does it, does it give you points or, like, coins or something? Well, like, he, he gives me the stats on how the farm's doing. Oh, wow. Not great. No, it's been... Oh, it's, wow, you're doing a bad job, too. Are there any other uh, players of this game of Farmville that you've been partaking in, or is it just you and your uncle? It's well, I mean, it's it's us for a lot of it. Like you know, you get on the tractor, and a lot of I mean, these games are so advanced now. The, the tractor is uh-huh. actually like GPS controlled, so like mostly you're sitting there uh, on your phone. So I'm trying to manage patience on my phone while it's while I'm playing Farmville. Oh, you're doing like teledoc sessions while you're doing all of this. Trying to. It's super hard with that loud that that tractor is but yeah so i'm oh yeah i hate when i do one of those teledoc things and i have to facetime my doctor and they're around so much farming equipment that i can't hear them 
I hate when that happens. You know, actually, I was I was uh, on a on a on a on a medical consultation with my own uh, general practitioner, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we had we had a we had a we had a call, a, a video call, and all I could hear in the background was uh, this voice shouting, "Share that sheep! Share that sheep!" <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. So the, it's, okay, it's, it's distracting. Okay, Dr. London, I apologize for saying that this was not Farmville. It sounds like a lot of the medical community is very invested in this game. So I I take it back. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Well, it's just you're always so critical of saying like, "Oh, you elitist. You're you're, you know, you aren't in touch with the common man. I'm out here getting some dirt under my nails, you know, sitting on a tractor that's GPS controlled and harvesting yeah. all this cotton while I am doing uh, telemedicine." On my yeah, phone. well, you're FaceTiming patients, yeah. sure. Uh, look, look, also, if, if, if you don't mind me asking, uh, ne- next time I'm uh, across your side of the pond, if you could put me in touch with your uncle, uh, I wouldn't mind getting in on, on this. On Farmville? I've got, uh, oh, yes, please. Look, if there's, money, if there's spending money involved to, uh, to upgrade the, the farm, I'm in. Okay, yeah, it's... So, I mean, Buckley, so you're not trying to, like, actually stop this addiction or, or reduce it in any way it seems like you're I am, I am. all I, on board I, with it no no look i just got caught up in the discussion with uh, with about farmville you know it took me back and uh, no no you're right i i really i really am i'm i'm, I'm trying to to cut down and also uh, i'm running out of money uh i'm down to one home one car oh, like no. some sort of uh, 12th century peasant yeah, or well, like you have your the American dream. You, you, yeah. have, you still have your backup home, right? No, 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 no. I, no. I, I had to sell the backup home oh, oh, uh, for World Flip. The, the back, but then where do you put all your stuff? I mean, you have to have the backup home to fill all of your goods and How do you services. manage? Yeah. I no look look. I was I had to sell a lot of my goods as well, and what oh, I wow. had left, if it didn't fit in the first home, uh, I've had to put it into uh, to, to to a storage unit. Uh, and oh, I'm afraid no. if I if I default on that storage unit one more month, then uh, it's going to end up on some sort of scripted reality television program. Oh mm. no! And people are going to be yelling, pointing at your stuff, speculating how yes. much it's worth, and it's going to be like way less than what you thought. And you're like, oh, this is my stuff that they're kind of ripping apart right now. Precisely my worry. That's why I've got to get. Uh, I've had the old inventing cap on it again. Right. Oh, okay. So you're you're trying to come up with some new stuff. Yeah. So beef mints. Um. Oh, beef mints. That's in the back pocket for now. Yeah. Um. I was going a little bit more um old school. Uh, I was I was aligning myself a little bit more with my previous success. You know. You say. Uh, you know. Stick to what you know. Uh, and also brings me to the uh, the more medical aspect of where we are okay because, um, oh. as you as i i i, I heard you mention uh, b- before i uh, i chipped in uh, you were talking about the cloud and how cloud storage is the in thing now yes. people are moving away from you know flash drive usb storage devices so i thought mm-hmm. how do we make the usb cool again and i uh, and i came to the conclusion that perhaps some sort of cosmetic surgery which implants either a usb storage device or indeed a usb port anywhere in the human body could be my next port of call in the old inventing game you know i don't know if you've heard about this but there's a movie kind of famous for something similar it's it's not as uh i guess elegant as the usb port but there's a movie called the matrix where 
they have a hole in the back of their head that, that serves a similar purpose. They're coming out with a new version this fall. What if you got ahead of that? No, I, I've not heard of this movie. When did it? When did this movie come out? The The Matrix. Oh gosh. Uh, Would have been after Tor- your magazine. I remember Torn by so Natalie and Brulier if- was on the radio a lot. So look, if we're talking late nineties, early noughties, I don't remember a lot of that time, as you can probably imagine, okay. being yeah. a, a a quick rise to stardom billionaire uh, at the time when uh, you know cocaine was really flowing like water in London. Uh, it's uh, it's a time of my life that I would love to remember, but I I just physically can't. Yeah, I mean that was definitely you guys had Spice World Mania going on, and that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, yes. Look, so well, and so just to tell you about this movie, just because I I feel like your idea would really work with it. So this the concept of the Matrix is that this guy uh, Neo, they they plug him in to this computer, and then ooh, if I remember he right, karate. he he does karate. Yeah. And so so is that is it going to be like a karate teaching tool? Is it? Like you plug yeah. it in, you it know that? karate, because that would be very useful for a lot of the people that I fight, because a lot of them don't know any sort of martial arts, and mm-hmm. so it feels very unfair. It's like I'm just kicking this you guy's still lose ass. To them. Oh, well, I mean, you 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 lose to them, but it's a draw. It usually, cooler. it ends up being a draw. Look, okay, I, that's uh, what you want to call it. I, look, I I, I I I I'm taking notes on all of this, but if you. You're really, you know, you're you're sparking my creative juices here. If we're talking about people literally jacking into something uh, in the back of their head and then they're transported into some sort of simulation, I think I can think of a way to monetize this, which comes right in line with the other thing that I know a lot about, which is microtransactional video games. Oh, this is genius. So... Wait... So in the in, I, in the Matrix, like just real quick, it hasn't been invented yet. I you're saying that you want to prof, you want to monetize the plugging in. So plugging in hasn't been done yet. That was fictional. Look, to my but you've got a Doctor Lennon, you've got to build monetization plans to get investors. Do you think? Okay. Do you think anyone said to Jeff Bezos? They said, "You can't sell books on the internet. Uh, that doesn't exist yet." No. No, his parents said, "Here's yeah, three million dollars. Go do what you want with it." And he built. He think- took that three million dollars and he pulled up his bootstraps and he built his company mm-hmm. from the ground Self-made. up. And, and do you think anyone said to uh, to, to Harold uh, Netflix, uh, no one uh, streams. You can't stream a movie over the internet because uh, that doesn't exist. Just do a DVD instead. Yeah. Mm. And you know what Harold that- said? He said. Get out of my house. Stop telling me this at like a so exactly. late at night, Cameron. Exactly. So love that quote. All all I look, my uh, you're you're you've got you've got me going. I'm going to watch this movie, The Matrix. I'm going to see how they have purported it might be done in some sort of science fictional scenario. And then uh, it's 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 A to B. It's A to B. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, what are what are the, just once again? I don't know. If they made a how-to look on it. You've just got to read between the lines. Ah, Doctor London, you don't know tech again. No, that's true. And 
even if they had explained it, I don't think I would have been able to no. figure it out. I wouldn't have been able to follow. Dr. London doesn't know coding or JavaScript or any sort of the hacking materials that sort of us Medical script geniuses. I know <laughs> I know how to write. Okay. But is that related to jQuery? Uh is is that a patient? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I don't I I have no idea if it's a patient. Like I think it might be but it's hard to hear on the this tracker. Is a- this is all irrelevant. How, how, so, I mean, we can kind of help you out here real quick and sort of come up with some monetization ideas to to really make this. So we're talking about jacking into a simulation of the real with world. A USB, has to be USB. Has to be a USB port because I've got, I've got a lot of them lying around. It's pretty much all I've got in my storage unit and I would like to empty it out before they sell okay, it on so this storage. Is just unloading stuff so, to some extent. Everything is con- converting to that USB C now, right? Like even even my even my MacBook over here to charge it is now that USB C. I know you're not getting any. Are you getting any of the money from that? No, look, you know it's like you know you know you've got TED Talks and then you've got TEDx Talks. Oh yeah, and it's just you know it's it's an independent uh, thing which you know riding the wave. It's like that. They, it's nothing. The technology is completely unrelated to the USB. Oh, they just, okay. uh, you know, they, they added a C on the end. The courts ruled that it was different enough that no one would be confused and think that it was related to the original product. So, no, I'm getting nothing from uh, from from USB-C. So you already had USB-A and USB-B. Were you a planning on a C and then someone just sort of like like came in and got the name? Yeah, so look, USB-A is the, is the default USB that we think of when we think USB, that's it. Yeah. USB-B uh, was, actually, uh, was actually a peripheral product for USB-A, which was a B that you could plug into your USB socket, and then it would buzz around your house. You know, oh, if you got wow. enough of them, yeah. then it'd make like a synthetic honey. Uh, it never really took off. Uh, that you know, that's pretty much when my financial troubles started to. Yeah. Go Even though the here. bees are dying um, out. And USB C. Well, they are. If I remember that's correctly, exactly. the, well, I, if I remember correctly, the issue was that it was exactly like honey, except for uh, a very, very short expiration window. So you know, yeah, honey so it, famously you can sort of just keep it forever. This it would only stay good for like yeah. that, thirty-five and the minutes. Metal shards. And so people were sort of yeah. having to consume a massive amount of honey, and it just became too cumbersome. Yes, I will say I've got a lot of expired synthetic honey also sitting in my storage unit along with oh, all wow. of the, the leftover. Well, that's got to be worth bottles. something. But yes, I would so say if, if we're jacking. Uh, I was going to say jacking people in. It's USB A. Is USB A all the way? Okay, the old school classic USB jacking into the matrix. So while you're in, or the matrix, I'm sorry. Oh, don't make fun of me for that mispronunciation, Doctor London. But while we're in there, what are what are we doing to really hang out? You know, I mean, steal people's money. Let we, oh, what can, are we doing? Okay, I, th- I thought we were. In the through the yeah. eyes of the one jacking it. So so as the ones in control of the system. Well, no, I mean the. Yeah, I mean, you said yes. hang out. Okay, how can we make money on people uh, hanging out? Loitering tax. Ah, yeah, I like it. So, if or you're... or we we serve virtual alcohol and charge for it because you know that's how the bars make money from people uh, hanging out in a bar. I had no you idea. You know, I 
that's a good idea, but I think we can micro transaction that even more. What if you had to pay for every sip? But it's just like five cents. You're like, oh, it's just it's just a nickel. It's it's really, really cheap, but just to have one sip. Because that's a big part of microtransactions is constantly charging people every tiny little thing, penny by penny. And if I may add uh, an extra step just to to even confuse Mm -hmm. matters further, uh, what I've learned from microtransactions in mobile gaming is that uh, what you need to do is you need to make up your own in-game currency. You charge people for that. Yes. And then you charge per sip in in in-game currency so their brain doesn't associate it with real money. It's the Chuck E. Cheese model. Where you, you get a bunch of coins and then that's your currency for the day. And then you try to go to Target afterwards and use those coins. And they're like, no, you can't buy clothes with these Chuck E. Cheese coins. And sorry, for, for our listeners across the pond and for you, Buckley. Uh, so a Target is kind of like a store. Mm, yeah, what's what's the comparison? Is it uh, like a big Debenhams? I have yeah, to exactly, assume. and a Chuck E. Cheese, I assume, is would be like a. I feel Charles. like that would immediately translate. Everyone, everyone, any country, Mr. Charles, Sir Charles we, Cheese. I'll be honest, we don't have Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, what we, uh, I guess, the closest we would have is you would go to something like a Harvester's or a. Uh, basically, you go somewhere, you get a roast dinner, and it sometimes has a small play area where you dump your children. Uh, what I will say, we what we don't have is the uh, you know the 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 mouse. You don't have That's, animatronic uh, talking yeah. creatures. No, no, so no we I, don't. See, what here, a culture shock! The, yeah, the the Honestly. mouse. It's really not Chuck E. Cheese without the mouse part because the games and stuff you don't usually have time to play them because you're being chased by the mouse the whole time. That's the that's the whole thing. You go there, you're eating your pizza and stuff, but you're being you're chased by this giant the whole time. mouse. Oh, it's... Yeah. So you get all these coins to play these games, but you barely have time to play the games. It sucks. And, I hate And you can tell and that the creatures are slowly gaining sentience. Like, they are... Yes. They are oh starting gosh. to... You know, their eyes will wander a little bit more than what they physically should be able to. They, uh, they start whispering yeah. stuff to you. It's, but it's going to Chuck E. Cheese. It's awesome. But... Like this is just a part of the experience. Like the the rat up there will like start to say like, "Hey man, hey, what's up? You want to get out of here?" And you're like, "Oh well, no, I'm I'm just I'm here to have this terrible pizza." And it'll be like, "I had one ask me if I had seen Avatar." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, like a really long time ago, I guess." He's like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot better than people say." I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I, no one hates it really. It was just like." It was really popular, and then it was yeah. not. And he was like, oh, yeah, but I think it really holds up. And I, I just wanted to play the damn games. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is a, anyway, such a cultural difference over that I do feel like we're, we're going too much into it. But that's just a part of uh, America. So, so, so anyway, in those transactions, you get the, the Chuck E. Cheese coins, take them to Walmart, yeah. or to, take them to Target, or to the the uh, harvest man's place and uh micro it doesn't work there yes 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 uh, you know, it, look i think everyone listening 
will fully understand yes absolutely how we've mapped those two things onto each other and it's, so we need to come up with matrix monies that's what we can call it that's the in-game yeah. currency M&Ms. matrix monies mms yes and so if you if you know if you want to buy a dollar of matrix monies that's going to cost you like 75 dollars of people yeah. monies and then one matrix cent is a sip and they think yes just a penny yeah that's nothing but yeah. actually that penny is actually 75 cents yeah exactly sip. it's barely anything and i really want a digital sip mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, maybe a digital version of a certain fall beer that gives you a lust for life Look, if we can work your microbrew into this, we're microbrew microtransactions. Oh, MMMMs. What if yes. we. Okay, so what if we. Just to throw out a suggestion here. In the Matrix, it's like you plug yourself in and it's the entire world. But if everyone is just going to bars because that's sort of what we put our marketing towards because that's the monetization, let's just have it all be you just jack in and you're just only in a bar and that's yeah. it. It's not, mm. but and, maybe some different styles yeah. of bar. Just oh yeah, like so it can be a really divey, like scroungy bar, or it could be like a really upscale Chuck E. Cheese that has alcohol. <laughs> a Dave and Buster's, yeah. And you know, of course, in Britain, in Britain, we we have pubs, you know, pub culture. So uh, you know, we'd have to have some okay. proper old school British so pubs. Three... So you feel like yeah. uh, in the English okay, countryside. So we'll have... As long as it's oh, not open world. And then with the pubs, because people hate can, open world. You can serve chips and then you can say oh just half a chip that's only two pennies and this mm, hold on precisely. which kind of chip are we talking about Ooh, i don't know at Honestly, this point i was i don't I'm know what's so american lost. anymore it's, either uh, it's nonsense yeah look i i'll say look we can have both kinds of chips and look it, look let's let's push the boats out it was, since we're gambling anyway, let's have okay. poker chips as well. That's fair. Yes, absolutely. That I can follow. And if you want to eat a poker chip, that costs yeah. like a dollar. When you say British chips or American chips, I don't follow. But when you say poker chips, I'm back in. And I'm all in. <laughs> See? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was really cool. Poker, poker. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so uh, I feel like we've, we kind of got this. We got everything we need to monetize this invention that hasn't actually been invented yet. So yeah. we're in a great spot to um, to do what I kind of hate to have to bring up now, but we have to do some chores. Okay. Real quick though, are we getting are we getting a cut on this on this Matrix invention now? Because we're look, we're sort look, of creative directors. It sounds like. Beyond that, I'm going to need a little bit more uh, assistance because I've got the USBs. What I don't have is the medical know-how to put them in the and back that of is, somebody's yeah, skull. It's not my so, specialty uh, per you'll se. Get your, you'll, get your, but, yeah. you'll get your cut, but only once those, those USBs so, have been jammed yeah. right into the, the back of somebody's head. I feel like that's probably pretty easy. I mean, Dr. London, that's your head has like, what, seven holes? Yeah, but like only if... One yeah. of those has to be USB. I was going to say only a few are USB-sized, but... Like, yeah. Okay. I normally I put other like my gum in there sometimes. Well, USB compliant. I don't. Hmm. Let me feel. Uh. Yeah. No, that one is. That one is. How many do we need? Because I don't have that many. 
Well, I think I think one one per person is probably fine, but you okay. know people might want to jack into two different bars share. at once. So maybe oh, maybe wow. two to, two to be safe. The, two to be safe. The ultimate experience. Imagine being in two bars at once. Whoa! Wow, the dream. Ugh. We can only dream for now. So I think just the solution to that is stick the USB up mm. your nose and then you're in, yeah. right? And I'm glad that we are that this podcast is marketed towards 90 plus age people now because if you tell that to the wrong age they could run with the message to an unhealthy degree i think at, at least we're, we're fortunate in that children's uh, orifices are generally smaller than, yeah, than those that's something to be thankful so for it's much harder for a child to get a, a usb at least mm. a usb a yeah. up their nostril uh, whereas a usb c which again I have no affiliation with. Yeah. That'll fit right and up. And that's a danger. And that's something that we can campaign against. Absolutely. Yes. Down with USB-C. Get it's rid a of, danger to your child. Get yeah. rid of USB-C. Yeah. All right. Are the improved speeds worth your child's life? Because it will kill your child, yeah. I'm. It'll kill your child. And, you know, it depends on your line of work, I guess. But I would assume for most parents, they, they that trade-off isn't worth it. Yeah, for most parents. Okay. Well, uh, once you again, you want to do the chore wheel is what you're trying. We to have say. to get chores done, and I can't. You want me to explain that. this? Yeah, if you could. So here, all of our listeners and our new listeners, here is the issue. Doctor London and I are very, very busy people, and when you're a very, very busy person, you unfortunately neglect your to-do list. All of the things that you're supposed to get done in any given week, Doctor London and I haven't really been doing. Not, so, not as not as much as I should. We haven't been taking out the trash. We haven't been doing the dishes. We haven't uh, trimmed our toes. Haven't wiped down the Not sub. the toe nails, but the actual toes themselves. Yeah. We haven't done that in weeks. They're overgrown. So we got clever, and we created this fun chore wheel that has all of our tasks that we need to get done on it. And every single week, we give that bad boy a spin, and whatever it lands on, that is the chore that we do and buckley as our esteemed guest could you give that wheel a big old spin uh, it would be uh, my honor and my privilege do you want me to spin it and read it out or do you want me to spin it and you read it out uh a little this a little of that look first let's get the spin and I'll we'll spin all it. spin it, it first. yeah okay 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 <laughs> on, on three one two it's a spin it Oh, oh not, not this, this one. one. Okay, this. Oh, damn. I, do, I, I don't want to read this it. one. I, we have to do it, do, though, Dr. Lynn. Okay. We always have to do our chores. <sighs> okay, do, do you want to say, do you wanna, I, I don't want any of us to say it because I hate this one so much. Okay, fine. I, you, I'll say it. Okay. We have to figure out what to do with our financial surplus this year. <sighs> and I hate having to do that. I... For, for those who haven't had this problem, and this a uh, huge problem, so, uh, so some companies, whenever they kind of get advanced, they're always just trying to keep up with, uh, you know, just just the world, and they they've used all their finances appropriately, and so they break even. The goal is always yes. to barely break even. Yes, we keep having so much money left over. 
I, it's at the end of the fiscal unfortunately year. come to the end of our fiscal year our fiscal year starts of course on halloween mm-hmm. and um so we have to we've got to figure out how to use the rest of our money before it gets to that date or otherwise we end up losing that money on our yeah. fiscal budget next year it's so it's i so mean frustrating dr lynn do you want to see check the account and see much how uh money money we got to spend real quick yeah let me uh hack it let me just um yeah, let me let me switch that over there. Okay, yeah, so it's forty two million dollars. Oh, uh, dang it! I know, and this I happens. Hate, oh my gosh. Every year, uh, so. So okay, so these things do technically have to be business expenses, right? Yeah. So what if we put some of this money towards this new USB invention? Yeah, so like five hundred grand. We can put into that. I mean, eh, let's, I'm not. I, I won't fight you on five that. Five grand, uh, you know. And I, I, I promise it will go towards the USB invention, and I will make sure it's in a separate account to any of my microtransaction. Yeah, because you did say he did say he's working on his addiction, and usually if someone says that they're working on their addiction, they're kind of good to go. Yeah. So, so you you can definitely be trusted with. You said five hundred thousand. I I think maybe like five million. Okay. I mean, how much, Buckley, how much do you need to get started? How much would you uh, need to get just a single marshmallow beer in your, in your matrix? Uh, look, let's, let's say to get started, I think 5 million sounds like a good number. Okay. Uh, not just, not just because that's the number that you just said, but that's what I was thinking of too. Uh, yeah. look, great minds think alike. And five million pounds, five million dollars. It's all the same thing. It's Everything the same is thing. the same now. Every, it's you... all, we're all the same. Yeah. And when this post-COVID New World Order kicks in and we're all on a single currency to usher in the apocalypse, it'll think be so much easier, this yeah. financial currency situation. Ugh. Come on. Yeah. Okay, so $5 million to that. That's from $42 million. Okay, what else is there? Uh, um, I, I would brunch? love a pair of shoes. Oh. Okay. I, well, we could focus on brunch. That's fine. I I've just been asking for shoes for a really long time. Yeah, but it's you not... keep saying we can get, we'll get around to it later. Yeah, it's just my feet. But you hurt. You really only wear badly. the really. I really love a pair of shoes. You just. I just. I feel like you're too spoiled. I, I get that, and I'm trying to work on my materialism. But if I could just have like thirty five bucks to get a pair of you shoes, you know what. If I could just have more. If I could just have more. I, if I could just have I more. Hear, I hear myself too. I, you don't have to mock me for it. It's just I. I, I just was hoping to. I mean, thick socks, Doctor London. Just a pair of thick socks, so I could just protect my feet a little bit. We would be awesome. So we budgeted. Um, and I'm sorry, Buckley, that you have to be a part of this part. This is sort of the the internal social no, look. Aspect. Finances is fascinating to yeah. me. I've never understood it. Probably why I'm broke. This is the financial world, is as yeah. cruel as it is. But yes, Cameron, we have invested in gallon Ziploc bags, and we gave two of them to you uh-huh. to use as shoes. Okay, but and why does you- the water have to be really hot that you put in the Ziploc? Why does there have to be water in the Ziploc bags at all? I feel like you're answering your own question. I, I don't, there's so many steps to all of this. I have to fill the bags with water. I have to keep the water hot because you said it has to be a certain temperature. Yeah. And we have to, the thermometers that would measure appropriately and be easily readable on your wrist. That was like an expense. So 
It's not. You built an Apple Watch app to monitor my, oh, my yeah. water Ziploc bag shoes. And it worked, didn't it? A little? Yeah, I mean, it, I, my running speed was better than ever, for sure. Yeah. Which, yeah. And you ask why, but then okay, you don't look at it. That's true. All right. Yeah, so, I'm sorry for the complaints. Yeah, apologies. Buckley, I got to... I got to ask, I mean, I, I know you've had financial issues recently, but before like 2016, you were living the sweet life. It sounded like yachts. Yes, yes, yes. So, the I mean, is. surely you've run into this issue before where you just have too much money and Way you got to spend it. Got to get rid what of do it. You, you, can you suggest some some business expenses we could we could come up with? Obviously not shoes. Look, I'll tell you. I, I want to tell you what I did. Okay. Uh, was I would just hire people to do Whatever, you know, you're going to call it a business expense. But, you know, like you can have you could hire someone who, who literally all their only job is to fill up those uh, those bags on your feet with the water. So OK, you don't have to, do it to maintain the temperature. You know, I, yes. yes. Maybe we yes. can even hire and a separate a separate person for the thermometer. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. you just keep hiring people. Uh, until you uh, until you you've run out of expenses, uh, out of surplus money. And then. Uh, and then you're also stimulating the economy. Yeah, you're, we're actually helping our fellow man. Patriotic. So instead of, and I, so I feel like for that it's going to be more expensive to hire someone. Well, which I guess that is what we want. I was going to say we could hire someone to be a shoe for each of the feet. That, that oh, would look that too. But that would th- be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be so much better than the bags. And then I guess we'd have to have. Yeah, we'd ha- still have to have the third person monitoring temperature and wetness. Um, sub the before people. Yeah, moisture is a big part of it for you. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's just you skincare routine. If you want to look but like I mean, Buckley, that, that's a re- that is a really good idea. Like our, we are pretty understaffed. DJ Dylan does most of our. I mean, our cooking, our cleaning, producing. He yes. does a lot of the the tasks. Yeah, he manages and, your feet uh, to some extent. So I mean, we could get DJ Dylan an assistant. Yeah, I'd prefer if it was someone who looked exactly like DJ Dylan, but at like a two-third scale. So it's sort of like a mini DJ it, Dylan. It would simplify things. Yeah. Look, yeah. If you've got if you've got forty-two million, you can. Well, we can hire. You, sorry. Yeah. 30, 37 million. No, yeah. Five years yeah. coming to me, but thirty-seven million, you can you can hire someone who looks exactly like him. You okay. can pay for their surgery to make. Well, yeah, we'd have to hire a casting okay. director at that point. I think. Yeah. And then yes, probably a team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Get a full team scouts. of people. Get a two-third Talent. scale DJ Dylan. Talent scouts at uh, at local parks and malls. Yeah. Okay. A lot of yeah backstage. Okay. Uh, I'd love to get a um a a trainer like a personal trainer, but not one that is just gonna teach me exercises. I want them to do the exercises on my body as I sleep. Yeah. So I want them to grab my arms and then they do all the stuff mm-hmm. while I'm taking my naps. Yeah. So, let's see. That's they're uh, called human gyms. They cost oh, five different. million dollars a year. Okay. Yeah. This is a real thing. For a second, I thought that you might have just been BSing it, and I, you know, it was silly and funny. But obviously, we don't do silly, funny stuff on the podcast. No, this, this isn't is a all, comedy show. Yeah, no, this is all financial. They're world. human gyms. Five million dollars. And they just function as a gym. Okay, so I guess you can also swing off of them and stuff. Like you can use them as a gym. Okay, uh, when you're awake, but it's mostly made for when you're sleeping. So we'll just get a dozen of those, 
really okay. that's or however many we can get for what we have left and then we'll for for all the staff and then do for the the rest of the money do we want to just throw a big pizza party with the remaining like whatever those, 25 million dollars yeah, those are tax write-off yes pizza parties. okay perfect so we'll just throw a big pizza party 25 million bucks i mean that can get you i, I gotta extra say large. like 30 40 pe- extra large the shack have you seen the papa john's shackaroni pizza it's the biggest pizza they've ever had. I, have, Dr. I live in a different state, but I've seen the yeah. pizza from here. Yes. And so I've got, have to imagine with the size, our friend Shaq, friend of the show, mm-hmm. Very uh, good friend. I have to imagine it's probably about a million dollars a pizza. So we can get like 25 of those. We're good. Easy. Are we missing anything? I think we've, I think we've really got our budget. I mean, missing, miss, you know, missing a pair, just a I pair just, of shoes. I or just something hate like this. Just a, Budget like surplus. Thirty dollar pair of shoes or something. Are you really just a, gonna just a normal? You gonna take it back to that? Anyway, so um, now we just have to destroy the chore wheel because we obviously finished this chore, and because it's all sort of laid out in a particular way, we had new chores every week. We take some off. We have to destroy it. So, um, Buckley, would you um, would you like to destroy the chore wheel by shooting it with our guns? We as Americans, of course, you can see there's a bunch of guns lying around. Yes, I'm sure yes, that yes, must I, be a fun treat for you. First thing I noticed when I came into the studio, I, I thought, wow, there's a lot of American flags in here. And there's also a lot of guns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're super patriotic in the the sense of arming ourselves against our own nation. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Look, uh, what about this one? Look, you know, I've never never fired a gun before. Uh, uh, Desert Eagle, that looks like an easy starting gun. Yeah, oh, it's, it's great for perfect. the Sahara. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, look, let me just line that up at the wheel. Oh, uh, I think I, I think I might have uh, dislocated my shoulder in the process, but yes. uh, that wheel is uh, is uh, part of my French. Absolutely. F- mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's bleeding out right now. And I guess yeah, I you think, would we think we did a good job. Speak French since you're so close geographically. That makes sense. May we? Yeah. Yep. So um, uh, anyway, so um chores done i feel like we've gotten so much done today we took care of our budget we learned about my cultural roots on the farm yep we learned about the usb a b c as well not c not c not c yes sorry uh learned a lot about the frito-lay corporation oh boy okay um and i don't want that to be the note we end let's so um uh buckley is there any way for listeners to hear from you going forward like after this episode ends is there a way for them to track you to or anyone you're a fan of look look i'm a big fan of uh of a particular improvised comedy group uh here in the uk called the spontaneous players uh, so if you search for the spontaneous players on uh, any social media, that'll come up. They do a lot of very fun improvised Sherlock Holmes and improvised Harry Potter epics uh, right throughout the UK. And hopefully now that the uh, the pandemic seems to be uh, on the uh, on the de- de- decline, uh, p- perhaps even abroad and further afield. So uh, check check that out. Uh, I will be uh, returning back to my only one home uh, and oh, I'm tinkering so away. Tinkering away with my USBAs. No, I see great things on the horizon once we get our project off the ground, boys. And, and even you know easier. what? If you, if you need a backup home, you can use one of Dr. London and I's. It, it's, it breaks my heart to hear someone not having a backup home. 
Well, look, I've still got a jet, so I'll uh, I'll pop across and visit very soon. Yeah, okay. you had to sell Great. everything except the jet. Except the jet. Let's not be ridiculous. Yeah, it's because that that generates money. That's it's the miracle of flight. Yeah, you're gonna like sell you're gonna your give miracle? that up. Yeah, no. Okay, well, um, thank you to Buckley, our guest. Thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Did you do the hose? Did you do the hose? The existential dread is something. The first thing I noticed when I came into the studio, I thought, wow, there's a lot of American flags in there, and there's also a lot of guns. I've never, never fired a gun before. Uh, uh, Desert Eagle, that looks like an easy starting gun. We're super patriotic in the, the sense of arming ourselves against our nation. Yes. My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.